2: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
3: Okay, Sharp Money, VSIN Super Week. We're presented by DraftKings. We say hi. Hope you're having a nice week. We're getting closer. Don't worry. Patience is a virtue. We're going to get there three days out. Right now the 49ers are laying 2. Remember yesterday the juice on the 49ers at DraftKings was -102. Your standard vigorous or juice is 110. Now it's back up to 105. So we're climbing if anything a little bit back up as far as the 49ers on the 2 getting a little heavier and 47 and a half on the total as we welcome you back. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to the promotion we're running over at DraftKings in unison, DraftKings and Vison. Again, You get five hundred bucks in bonuses for every thousand dollars you bet. Now think about what I'm telling you. You can do this up to twenty five hundred. All you have to do is go to DraftKings for new customers and use the promo code. Thank you guys, great job. Just use that promo code Veasan. We haven't ever done anything like like when Len told us we were running this special. He's like, we're going to hook your Veasan listeners up in particular. I was like, you crazy for this one? That's just all you are. So twenty five hundred bucks in bonus bets. On the line as we welcome you back. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, and this is a thrill for me as we welcome in right there in the middle of the two, Josh Applebaum, who is a tremendous friend, a tremendous colleague, of course, Vison analyst, author, the everything guide to sports betting you got the two podcasts over at VEASAN.com. My man has been grinding for years here at VEASAN, and it's a thrill to see you, Josh. How are you?
4: I'm doing great, Patrick. It's great to be in the flesh here with you guys. I'm with Amal, I'm with Dustin. Uh, Patrick, keep an eye on Dustin. Heard he got after it a little bit last night, so I'm going to give him some waters uh, every, during every break here. But Patrick, we miss you. We wish you were here. It's great to be here, but we're missing somebody. We're missing you, my man.
3: What do you got? What do you got? A, a DraftKings pullover on That is yeah. sharp, apple Bomb.
4: Patrick, I'm a terrible packer. Like it's one of my worst things about my like I just I can't pack. I don't like foresee what I need to bring for clothes. They gave me this zip up. It's been a lifesaver. Patrick, there's no laundry in the hotel room. Luckily, I got this. So we're rocking it today.
3: That is impressive. I, the mint green looks good on them all. The big guy's also wearing a quarter zip, but Looking it sharp. doesn't say DraftKings. Dustin, would you like to explain yourself? Uh, let's see if yours fits me.
5: Yeah. XL. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I might we steal can't. it. <laughs> might steal it. <laughs> Josh has been
3: running all over town. So he's he's been running to find added games. I think that's a good place to start. Just, you know, a little tutorial when you're talking about an added game. What does that mean, Josh, for those that are joining?
4: Yeah. So, Patrick, I think it's important to remember when you're betting college basketball, there are so many teams, so many games. And obviously the big ones, UNC, Duke, you know, Kentucky, Oklahoma, that's going to be on ESPN. Very easy to find. But my niche and what I've found some success with, Patrick, is looking at the tiny little games that you can't find on TV. Uh, You know, you're, for example, like Binghamton, Albany or Kennesaw State and uh, who knows, uh, Murray State. Those are the games to me that are really important from a kind of better perspective because really the public can't find these games. What what we mean by added or extra games is that there are six digit rotation numbers. So when you're looking at a regular game, it's game, you know, 905, 906 easy to find uh, on your LED board when you're at the book, easy to find on your app. These add-a-game extra games are hard to find. You gotta click an extra tab on your app. You gotta ask you know, in the back to find what the NSS number is. So my whole point being is these tiny little games that the public overlooks, I love betting on because if you see a line move on a to- tiny little obscure game, a team goes from minus one to minus two, minus three, the public has nothing to do with that. Maybe it's an injury, but 90% of the time, it's gonna be sharp money. So Patrick, I'm staying at Resorts World. The first day I'm there, I'm trying to bet uh, Stetson the other night, and all these tiny little games. The guy looks at me like I'm crazy. Like, what are you talking about? That? Are you sure that's a that's a university? Like, are you sure that's a college hoops game? I'm like, yes, it is. Turns out. Resorts World doesn't have added game extra games. Applebomb, game, so. put the
3: flamethrower away. So, Shots no. fired
4: already. Whole point being, Patrick, I've now learned where I can go to find added extra games. I, I was at the Westgate earlier. I went to Treasure Island. I went to Win. I went to Encore. So, Patrick, I'm finding my way to find these games. Also, I'm getting some steps in, which is never a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, last I think it was last week on the show, you had Stonehill and Long Island. So that would be. It was a buzzer beater winner, Patrick, for us. I remember. It, yeah. good, Great job, Applebaum. Everybody yeah. knows it. Now, <laughs> I think another good one, Amal, would be rotation number. When If somebody's flying out today, which a lot of people are ascending upon Vegas and they run up to the book, they could embarrass themselves. Would you like to properly tell people
6: how to proper, properly t- uh, place a bet so they don't get embarrassed? Yeah, Patrick, forget embarrassment what you just said is a public service announcement and it's very important when you're standing in line. You're going to get the rotation sheet instead of sitting there looking through 20 pages trying to figure out which bet you have. Write them down, you know, 20871, whatever it might be. So that way you just go up there and you tell them X amount of dollars and you're good to go because the people in line behind you are getting irritated as you're sitting there waiting because they're probably pressed against time. You know, the one thing that people don't realize, Patrick, you might be up there making a Super Bowl bet for a game on Sunday. Josh or myself or somebody else is trying to get in that game that goes at 1600 and it's about three minutes from tip-off and you've got the guy scanning the entire sheet and he's like, I remember a friend of mine one time goes, hey man, I'll just give you the 25 bucks. Can you get the hell out of the way? He was going about <laughs> yeah, 20 bucks. Know, he I, goes, I just remind, move, please.
3: It, it reminds <laughs> me of the first time I went to Vegas with the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, sitting there at the table with you guys. And he rolls up to the book. He stretches out. He, he yawns and he goes... Or the volunteers playing tonight? And everybody behind him was like, it was March who Madness. is this lug? That is, <laughs> uh, that is factual. And it
5: was March Madness. I was like, Uh, what's the line on Tennessee? And they're like, that's not how this works. (laughs) There was like 100 people behind me. (laughs) I'll
6: give you a story where the apps have made betting so much better, Josh. So Carolina was playing sometime in the mid-90s in a tournament game. I forgot against who it was. Uh, Dean Smith was still the coach there. They're getting worked in the first half. You knew Carolina was a one or two seed at the time. They're going to make a comeback. I think they were a two seed. So I got in line at the under four media timeout. So let's say Apple Bomb's behind me, Patrick's behind me, Dustin, I'm like, go ahead, go ahead. As soon as the number went up, I'm like, done, that's it. I'm taking the first shot as soon as it's available because back then you had to wait as soon as the number got posted. Now you're in a situation where you can either do it on the app, but as Patrick pointed out, it's a really important point, Josh, and you know this. Please have the rotation number. And I just want to add one other thing to Josh's story about asking about Stetson, the Mad Hatters, and some of these other teams. What's really annoying is not that they don't just have the game. These people in the book, you might as well be speaking Swahili to them. They don't even understand. I'm like, dude, how are you working here? Could you at least please, please know the names of the teams that are playing?
3: Yeah, 100%. Hey, Josh, we were just going through the NBA trade deadline, and I was thinking about your Celtics. Now, I don't mean to offend you, but we can't stand the Celtics. And no disrespect to DraftKings, which is headquartered in Massachusetts. This is a soft basketball team. The Knicks just went out and got Bogdanovich. They went out and got Alec Burks. Like I think they're formidable. The Bucks, not so much. One and four with your boy Doc. Where are you on your Celtics right now? They're plus two sixty five at DraftKings to win a championship.
4: So, Patrick, I'm waiting to see on the Boston Celtics. I mean, I do have their overwind total. I think it was 53 and a half, 54, 54 and a half, somewhere in that, in that ballpark. And they're a great regular, se- a regular season team, paper tiger kind of thing. But, again, the Celtics will let you down kind of what just when you feel like they, they've solved it, they've figured it out. It's not about talent. It has nothing to do with talent. They're the most talented roster in the NBA. Great star players. but. They let down their guard, and I don't think they know how to win. And again, they've gotten to the NBA Finals. They obviously came back and almost came back from uh, down 0-3 against the Miami Heat. But they're still missing kind of that that winning factor. And until they can hoist an NBA title and win Banner 18, I think the jury is still out on them. Drew Holiday obviously was a great addition, adding some grit. Zingas could be the key if he can stay healthy here I know they picked up Xavier Tillman which to me is you know kind of a uh, very buy low opportunity here to get a big man who can defend and can rebound but again it's Tatum and Brown as as far as they'll take them they've given Jalen Brown the max contract they got to prove it in the postseason I mean they they could they could win 65 games them all but until they do it in the postseason I still have my questions about Boston
6: two questions for you are you a Missoula guy and your thoughts on Jalen Brown because the three of us have some pretty strong sentiments about Brown
4: so am I a Missoula guy? Not really. I think he's kind of just doing what, what they're telling him to do. And, and again, I want to give him credit. He's a young coach. He's learning. But they're so analytically analytically driven them all. Like when they talked to him after a game, he thinks the most important stat in basketball is three-point attempts. Like they're just bombs away. Threes, 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 threes. And I get it. Analytics, you know, if you play a thousand games and you, you shoot, you know, 55 threes a game, you're going to win, you know, 70% of the time. But they don't adjust. What annoys me is like um, when the Lakers game a couple weeks ago. LeBron and Anthony Davis were out. They lose the game straight up. You should never lose that game. But when they're when they're out, do you still have to continue to shoot threes? Why don't you go in the paint? Why don't you get fouled? They only know how to play one way. And that will only take you so far. I think they got to, Missoula's got to learn how to match up and, and, and in-game adjust. I think you, you can't just play bombs away threes all the time.
3: Hey, before John Goulet comes to the table and gives everybody the people's elbow, I promise (laughs) we're going to get to the Super Bowl. I promise. Trade deadline just passed an hour and nine minutes ago. So I want to play something right now. I'm going to give championship odds for the three of you. Just interrupt like we're playing a game show when you hear a number that you like. Okay, Celtics championship plus two sixty five nuggets plus four twenty five Clippers plus
6: five fifty But. I was going to say Denver 425. I'll take them. Okay, go for it. Tell us why. This is a complete team. They've got experience. Once you've won a championship, one of the biggest things that a team does, like Mike Malone, who's been around the game for a long time, get healthy, be ready for April 15th and going forward. They're not trying to overexpand themselves in the regular season. Minnesota is trying to prove they belong. Denver already knows they belong. Good one. Bucks six to one. Phoenix, 12 to one. I'll hop 76ers. in there. I'm
5: with you. You go Dustin. Phoenix, 12 to one. They're going to figure it out. They're starting to, and I hate betting these types of teams, but at some point it's going to work. The team that get to the postseason, it's a new, they're just so talented. They'll figure it out when it matters. That's the vibe I get, and that number's
4: just a little bit too long for the talent. Apple bottom? I just think the value <laughs> of the number, I'm right there. <laughs> with the the boots with the fur, Patrick, you know, you know what's going on, but, uh, 12 to one to me, it's a good payout and and you're going based on talent. I mean, if they can put it together, they're starting to gel can Beal and Durant stay healthy. I worry about that, but that's a good play at 12 to one. All I know is in
6: the Bronx. They've said, we've had the talent for 22 of the last 23 seasons. I'm going to tell you my
3: number right now, boys, they're sitting 20 to one at DraftKings. Let's go. My, my New York Knicks nothing but grit baby dustin do not raise your hands ever again you don't even care about that team i you bet they win the east 11 to 1 like a
6: month ago <laughs>
3: you, you have every futures ticket that's ever been offered at any book ever i gotta
6: defend him he did not take the pistons this year
3: <laughs> we're talking guys. super bowl back with josh applebaum next this is
1: vson super week keep listening for analysis from some of the sharpest bettors in vegas
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
7: AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI.
8: This is
2: Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports
3: Betting Network listen up Josh I got something for you Omaha Steaks you're going to fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks juicy burgers air chilled chicken and more you're going to love every bite it's Omaha Steaks guarantee and for a limited time when you go to Omaha Steaks dot V-S-I-N you're going to get four free air chilled chicken boneless breasts and four free rich juicy boneless pork chops with your order a minimum minimum purchase may apply again it's Omaha Steaks dot com slash super Week as we welcome you back. We've had a hell of a week, a lot of fun. We've been trying to merge like old. You know, again, Las Vegas with New Vegas, Spritzer, who's been there for 30 years, professional handicapper yesterday. We've got Burt coming up on the show. And right now joining us, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson is our colleague here at VSIN, of course, Morning Bets, Market Insights, VSIN analyst, author, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, Josh Applebaum. And Josh, you've been going around town as far as the Super Bowl. You like to gather data and you like to figure out which way people are betting. What are you hearing?
4: Yeah, so Patrick, it's fascinating to me because. If we take a step back here, this is the ultimate like data versus human element kind of matchup here. Like, let's start with the data. It, the data tells me that the 49ers are the sharp bet here because right now the public is all over Kansas City. They're getting as of right now, 67 percent of spread bets. But what's most important is the fact that even though the initial move was toward the Kansas City Chiefs member, this was 49ers minus two and a half, got down to one. A lot of talk in the industry was, hey, will it get to a pick 'em? Will it flip dog to fave in favor of Kansas City? No. What was really important is that when it got to one, there was a ton of buyback on the 49ers, bringing it back up to two or even two and a half. So the fact that the 49ers are only getting, you know, 35% of bets, yet the line's going back in their favor, tells me that, the, you know, this would be a fade the trendy dog play in favor of Kansas City. The thing here, though, that you got to go, you know, kind of, you know, kind of rationalize with in your brain is, are you going to go against Mahomes as a dog? And, Patrick, one thing that's annoying me is, like, anytime I mention the stat, Mahomes 10-1 ATS as a dog, people are always like, well, that can't be the only reason you bet Kansas City. And I'm like, no, it's not the only reason, but it's worth mentioning and noting, and it's not just Mahomes, it's playoff dogs in particular and Super Bowl dogs that you can layer onto that with Mahomes. So, playoff dogs... Since 2017 are 60% against the spread. Playoff dogs this postseason are 8-4 and ATS. Get to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl dogs are 13-7 against the spread, 65% last 20 years. And also you have the chip on the shoulder of the Kansas City Chiefs. I mentioned this quote before on Beeson, but Mahomes said right after they beat the Ravens, we've been underdogs for the last two games but we never feel like underdogs. So do the Chiefs know that they're a trendy dog? Do they know that the line's going back to San Francisco? No, all they know is that they're being disrespected and they can play that card in their favor. All that being said, I'm going to go down with the ship and take the points here with Mahomes. Now, if the 49ers roll, I'll say what an idiot I was for... Uh, being being on a trendy dog but I would say this guys I was talking to Johnny Avello today this morning uh, odds maker from DraftKings Um, he kind of was mentioning and I'm reading between the lines here that there are very large respected bettors who have placed big bets on the 49ers so again this is a data play if you believe in the data and the power ratings 49ers are the play but if you are gonna pass up and bet against Mahomes who's the new Tom Brady to me that's a dangerous situation so I'm gonna take the points but you got to respect the uh, the sharp money that's on the other side.
6: Patrick, I like Josh's argument a lot. But the one thing, guys, that really is peculiar to me, and Patrick, we just talked about it briefly with uh, with Wes earlier, um, is that how many people on Kansas City were acting like, I don't know, Josh, it seems like everyone's acting like the 49ers are Stanford or something.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess the matchup, you know, what I'm kind of handicapping a bit, the defense of, of uh, the 49ers, it's been porous, kind of been being... Uh, Uh, Shredded you think of the Vaunted defense here, but what did the Packers do? What did the Detroit Lions do? I know Kansas City's, uh, you know offense isn't quite what it's been the last few years But to me, I think Mahomes likes to match up against that defense And then also this isn't the high-powered Kansas City we've seen before but this is their best defensive team in quite a few quite a while here So uh, again, I think it's fascinating from a handicapping standpoint. Do you trust the power ratings? That means go with San Fran? Or, you know, are you willing to bet against Mahomes? Is this something that you got as a better have to decide what you're most comfortable with?
3: Yeah, there seems to be this current. I think it's interesting you said that when talking about handicapping 49ers Chiefs, that it's too simplistic to say Mahomes. But I think if you don't start with Patrick Mahomes, you are a simpleton. <laughs> You understand what I'm telling you the idea that you wouldn't add into your handicap and start with the greatest of all time as a dog. To me, that is the simplistic angle. Yes. You then start digging into the metrics and start thinking it through. But the idea that you're a simpleton because you don't bring up Patrick Mahomes. No, 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 no. That makes you ergo the simpleton because this dude is ridiculous right now. Why are you smiling, Dustin?
4: Yeah, what's your play on the game, Dustin? Have you made it? Yeah, yeah, Let us uh, know. What do you one,
5: got? When, when I think you, he just fell asleep. No, no. When <laughs> when you mention large betters, am I included in that? Well, my the amounts are, I am technically a large better. Technically. So, it's all relative. Secondly, You're a wise guy. Secondly, <laughs> <laughs> everything he's saying is like a million percent correct about how do you not start with moments because... It's not even just about the throws that win the games. He is not going to make a throw that loses the game. I think that's the biggest thing about handicapping Mahomes right now, which is why I was smiling because my whole feel this whole week is I want to go against everyone. It's not even about liking the Niners, it's that everyone is on Kansas City for the same reasons, and I just want to bet the 49ers. But what Patrick
3: just said is why I haven't done it yet. Well, contrarian. And that is, you said you want to be a contrarian. And Josh, you've always been thought of as a contrarian. So you can empathize with what Dustin is saying.
4: And this is such a hard week for me because I'm doing shows and I'm going around. And, you know, that's my, you know, my reputation being contrarian better. So it kills me that, you know, I, I like the Chiefs in this game. And, and again, I'll it'll be a massive regret for me if I, uh, you know, if we lose this one and, and San Francisco comes through. But I just think on the comment of, like, I'm hearing a lot of pushback on people that like, if you mentioned anything about Mahomes, it's like. Like, you're an idiot. And I think that's just kind of a that really rubs me the wrong way. It's like, Patrick, if you're in the Titanic and all you hear about is how great the Titanic is, but you don't mention the iceberg, then what does that matter? He's at the Super
5: Bowl where she rice.
6: Yeah, he just kind of figured it out with these random guys who have no hands. Exactly. But you know why we talk about Mahomes? It's really the Chiefs' defense that got him there. The, exactly. the offense didn't score a touchdown in the second half. They had the ball first down and ten at the 30-yard line. They couldn't even put up points on the drive. He's there's no question about his greatness. But we talked about it earlier in the week, Patrick. We said the best unit, Josh, on the field is the Kansas City defense of the four units.
4: Exactly. And Purdy again. The jury to me is still out on Purdy. Sometimes he looks great. Sometimes, uh, you know, he's prone to make these mistakes here. But in a big game with the money on the line, are you going to go? against Mahomes and back Purdy and and go with the power rating. And again, if you do that, I totally respect you but to me, you know, I, part of it might be recency bias, Patrick, too. I like that the Eagles last year lost that bet, and I said, I'll never bet against Mahomes again, so it's 2-0 and oh since uh, since I made that declaration. Well, what do,
3: well but every, you guys are all making great points, because think about it this way. You start with Mahomes, and then you start going down, and what Amal just said is true. Wasn't it Bolton with the scoop and score last year? That yeah. was the difference in the game. Wasn't it Sneed with the punch out at the goal line in yep. Baltimore? That was the difference in the game. Look, we, we then start to extrapolate, but starting with Mahomes is a good starting point that was my point I just think he's not he's not
5: gonna do anything to risk the game I've never seen a quarterback who in clutch moments doesn't ever ever melt down like even Tom Brady's had a bad fourth quarter at some point Patrick Mahomes when it matters will not make a throw that loses them the game that is the biggest key and the biggest hindrance to me taking
6: San Francisco this is his sixth postseason as a starter He's had four INTs, I believe, off the top of my head in the playoffs. Might be a little bit higher at five, but he's only thrown picks in three or four games. But the fact that in three of the postseasons, he's never thrown a pick. His consistency, to Dustin's point, Josh, he just doesn't make the big mistake, guys. He's really unbelievable in terms of understanding what the time scoring situation calls for. His third and five, everybody's covered up. He finds a way with his legs to make a play.
5: His postseason, I believe it's 18 games, 18 games in his career. He has a, I just had
3: it 39 to seven touchdown to interception ratio. He's got zero (laughs) picks in his last six playoff games. He's got zero turnover worthy plays in this whole entire postseason. Josh, we got two minutes. So I want to make sure you get everything out that you can. Is there a prop that you love going into Super Bowl 58?
4: So two that caught my eye, Patrick, obviously Kelsey and Kittle. I think both tight ends. There's a case to be made for betting both. Kelsey, uh, ironically, I think it fell today 69 and a half. It was seventy and a half yesterday but he's averaged 98 yards uh, his last 12 postseason games but Kittle is quietly getting hit steamed up a bit Patrick he was sitting at 46 and a half when I got off the plane here uh, in Vegas on Sunday it was up to 47 and a half on Monday now it's to 49 and a half so to me Kittle could be kind of the under the radar play to have a big game it's a buy low spot he only had 27 yards against Detroit remember he had four for 81 against Green Bay but if you look at the Chiefs in particular, the defense has been great, but they have been getting shredded a bit against tight ends. They have the third most receiving yards to tight ends uh, this season. And the la- last year when, uh, when Kittle played against Kansas City, he had six catches for 98 yards and a touchdown. So that could be worth a look. And then, Patrick, let me just give you one real weird one here. Longest kickoff return. Uh, under 27 and a half receiving, uh, under 27 and a half yards here, minus 145. Game's going to be indoors. Ball's going to travel pretty well. I think there's going to be a lot of touchbacks, and even if they run it out, these are two of the better coverage teams on kickoff return. So I'll go under 27 and a half uh, longest kickoff return.
3: Send our love to Elise and Meadow back in massachusetts josh you enjoy the rest of your stay let me know who i need to talk to to get that pullover over because i want to grab one from DraftKings market insights and of course morning bets the everything guide to sports betting josh you're the best enjoy yourself okay thanks patrick okay thank you to josh applebaum we love seeing josh when we come back brennan white
1: this is veason super week keep listening for analysis from some of the sharpest bettors in vegas
2: this is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network.
3: Okay, put the VSIN experts to work for you. Start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. I got a great deal for you. So, generally, it's $240, right now, $199, but you have to use the promo code SHARP. S-H-A-R-P. Now, you're going to get it for a year when you do it. That's an awesome deal. Our daily best bets. You got the leaderboard betting splits. Josh just referenced the percentages. You get those with the splits. Betting systems, it's all there. Remember to use the promo code SHARP over at v slash subscribe. We got you back here. It's v Super Week. Amal Shaw. Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Three days out from Super Bowl 58. We need to talk to our guy straight from the trading room floor. He is is the U.S. trading lead at DraftKings Brennan White at Brennan White 14 on Twitter. Of course, the copious notes have been sent. Uh, Dustin asked you during the break, is it busy? And you said it's crazy. So let me ask you this. Fast forward to Sunday. Take us through Brennan White's day on Super Bowl Sunday.
9: Wow. OK, uh, I'm going to get in pretty early, probably around 7 a.m., and I will Definitely not leave until probably 11 p.m. Um, it's the one day of the year where we have everything to do, and there are deadlines for everything. So, Obviously, price management the morning of is a big thing, but we're also going to want to make sure that our our live strategy is in place. Our goal this year is 100% availability, so at any point, we'll always have a market available. Even if you know it's the last drive of the game and one team's down 28 points, we're still going to have a spread available to bet. Um, we're also going to have to make sure that you know, all of the markets that we want to have available are available, and that they're set to suspend at the right time, and we have a settlement plan in place for every single one of those markets. Um, I also have a lot of responsibilities that morning just to make sure that everything else that goes on that day <laughs> is being taken care of. You know, We've got a golf tournament going on that's under a weather delay right now. There's a chance they don't finish before the Super Bowl, so might have some resource allocation Sunday. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a crazy day and, and you can only plan so much. You come in in the morning and by noon, you realize you haven't gotten anything on your to-do list done because you've had to put out 10 different fires.
6: Brennan throughout the day, how are you guys grading the props as they're occurring during the game? Are you waiting for it to go final or if, let's say, for example, a guy's got a prop of getting over one reception, Kyle, use check and he makes the catch. Is that immediately graded and the players potentially have that in their count or does that have to be waited or does that have to wait until the game is completed?
9: Our goal is to settle everything live as it happens as much as possible. Um, that means for all those player prop stuff, as soon as they go over, those overs will be settled and the unders will be settled as lost. There's some, you know, margin built in, obviously for yards, right? Sure. Guy can go backwards, quarterback yeah. can kneel. Um, so there's, there's margins built into those, but yes, the goal is to get people their money as quickly as we can, because we want them to have that available to bet live. Um, and I think this year for the first time, our live handle on the Super Bowl we'll get close at least to our pre-match handle. So it's sort of just as important.
3: As the U.S. team lead there on the trading floor at DraftKings, you'll be happy to hear. I hear a lot of complaints about apps. No complaints about the DraftKings app. It's incredible. The menu this year for props, easy to navigate. You got the Swifty tab for novelties. It's awesome. We'll get to the props here in just a bit. Let's start with the game and start with the number. Feel like we've been stuck at two at DraftKings. Now, yesterday, the juice was 102. You went back to 105 with the 49ers laying it.
9: Yeah, at this point, we're pretty comfortable with where we're at. I know when we talked last week, I was saying there's just an unbelievable amount of Chiefs money. And we were wondering if the game might get to a pick. We did get some large sharp bets buying back on the Niners. Um, We've continued to see some respected action on the Niners. So even though we have a pretty big Chiefs liability built up, we're pretty comfortable here in this like two, one and a half even uh, range. And I think that that's where we'll stay until kick. Um, it's it's interesting because there aren't really any variables that can change at this point. Um, today, we sort of made the determination that McKinnon and, and Joe Suning were unlikely to play, didn't impact the numbers very much. But unless something crazy happens in the next... 48, 72 hours, I I think we kind of know all the information we're going to know.
6: Brendan, you've got a ton of novelty props. Expand on that a little bit, and what are some that stand out to you? And when I say novelty, very specifically, what is it that's different than a standard prop that maybe people are familiar with?
9: Yeah, so our novelty props are, are big for us just from a publicity standpoint. The public loves all the unique offerings for the Super Bowl. There are definitely compliance hurdles. Um, not everything will be available in every state because regulators don't allow things that aren't in the box score. So, we generally define novelty props as things that are not typically offered for football games that might not have so much to do with the game itself. So, things like halftime song props and uh, national anthem length props which is something that I can't believe is still allowed, because they do a rehearsal the Friday before the Super Bowl, and every year, the rehearsal time is the same as the actual time. So, that market's going to have to come down for us tomorrow, but if you if you look around, you'll find some places that still have it up. Um, you've also got things like the Taylor Swift things. We've got, will there be a score Gami, which is a unique score that's never happened in an NFL game. The coin cost markets, all of those fall under novelty props, because they're things that we generally only offer for the Super Bowl.
3: I'm so jealous that you've never invited me to a compliance meeting at DraftKings. You're so lucky. You get to go, you get to do nonstop compliance meetings. Now, let's talk about the handle. My assumption is this is going to be a record for DraftKings. My assumption is it's going to be a record for all the books. Is it up this year thus far?
9: Yeah, your assumption is correct. Um, we're, we're up close to a third over this time last year. I think that has a lot to do just with the fact that the market has expanded, there are more states that have legalized the game. This is a really good matchup for us. You have two really popular teams with big fan bases and it's sort of the game people have generally been looking forward to for most of the year. Um I think it also helps to have Mahomes, the Chiefs just attract so much public money and I think that, you know, when all is said and done it will be a record-breaking year.
6: Brennan, uh, talk a little bit about uh, when you look at the awards tonight coming up, uh, when people can expect to have those credited to their accounts, but also the markets and how you have liabilities with them. It's pretty interesting because before we didn't have a ton of awards markets and now they've become a large part of it. The only problem is these leagues wait six years to announce the awards after the season. <laughs>
9: Yeah, and and again, back to compliance, we can't offer them after the season's over because voting has started. So Ah. they sort of kind of fall to the back burner. Um, But obviously, tonight we have the honors show. We will find out who won all the awards. It's sort of anticlimactic this year. I think only coach of the year is kind of up for grabs between Stefanski and Ryan's. Campbell really fell out of favor as the year went on. we generally don't do great on these just because they're very hard to manage throughout the course of the season and they're targeted by a lot of sharp betters. But we're very lucky in the sense that Lamar winning MVP is going to make us more money than we could possibly lose on every other market. Uh, speaking of MVP, I want to throw this back at you guys, but we're going up with next year's MVP as soon as this year's is announced. Who do you think the favorite is?
3: Mr. Future. Dustin Sweetelson? The favorite for next year's
5: MVP will be, give me a second, give me a second, I'll get there, I promise you, the favorite will be Patrick Mahomes.
9: Good guess, he's second. Anyone else want to take
5: a crack? Josh
9: Allen.
6: Josh Allen's a good guess. He's the guy. By the way, I'm going to tell you the best bet on the futures market there, Brennan, Jordan Love. Don't hate it. Well, you didn't give it a good endorsement uh, either, though. Well, (laughs) it was lukewarm.
9: Generally, right. This award goes to a quarterback and generally that quarterback's team has to be good enough to at least get in the playoffs. And I think love is certainly on a path of progression. They're letting him throw a lot more. He could use some better weapons but I think the biggest obstacle there is just whether the Packers can be good enough to make the playoffs, assuming the lions are good to get next year.
6: Patrick, just a quick follow up for Brendan We've well, talked about these markets. I big, the, I bet the Vesna pretty uh, much. And how do you guys project the number I see based on the player and how they're performing like Lamar Jackson, but at the end of the day, it's so arbitrary. I, I wonder sometimes when it's a close race, how you guys adjust those odds. Yeah. So
9: there's sort of two pieces to this, right? One is, we have a model for player projections, and we've sort of combined that with our team projection model to come up with a rough idea of what we think the true price is. But these are markets that are voted on by humans, and it's very hard to get a sense of what the actual price should be. And so we generally try to be more aggressive, adjusting off action as we see it come in, making sure that we're containing our liabilities, not having too much risk on any individual player. And you'll generally see when guys have big performances or they get talked up on you know, national media or on Twitter, the price will just naturally shorten on them because we're expecting demand on that particular selection. And then as they kind of fall back, they'll, the other guys will come up and take their place. So it's, it's a very manually intensive process and it's not a science, um, but it's also something that is, is fun for us because there's kind of new information every day, every week as games are played and people are talked about.
3: 20 seconds. Take your best guess. It's 2 and and 47.5 right now. Where does it close before the game?
9: I think it'll close 1.5. You'll see a lot of late Chiefs money. I think 47 is the right number on the total.
3: You're the best. Good luck this weekend. Get some rest before Sunday. Brennan White, DraftKings, U.S. trading lead. Thank you, Brennan. Thanks, guys, as always. Thank you. You're the best. We come back. Props. More props. This
1: is VEASAN Super Week. Keep listening for analysis from some of the sharpest bettors in
0: Vegas. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events.
3: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw
2: on VSIN, the sports betting
3: network. Ignore me when I talk about promos. I encourage you to stop what you're doing and pay attention to this one because DraftKings has hooked you up, the VSIN listener and viewer. And here's the deal never a better time to get in the game with DraftKings because here's why. New customers, you're going to earn a $500 bonus for every $1,000 you bet up to twenty five hundred dollars in bonus bets okay it's dynasty rewards it's the best deal. I was shocked when they made this offer and it's just for VEASAN viewers and listeners. You have to use the promo code VEASAN. It's that simple. New customer, go to DraftKings, sign up, type in VEASAN and you can get $2,500 in free bets. Seriously, think about that. I'll bring in Amal and Dustin to discuss this one because there are, you know, if you want to call them bonus hunters, I've had a lot of people in my life and I've maybe been one of those people back in the day when it was only offshore, asking friends to sign up for account so we could get bonuses. Those bonuses were $50. <laughs> These bonuses, all, in Dustin over at DraftKings with the promo code VEASAN are up to
6: $2,500 in bonus bets. That's a fantastic amount when you think about it. Now, you deposit $5,000, you're going to be able to get the full freight of the $2,500. But Patrick, that's a large amount of money. You know, a lot of people may not even be, generally speaking, wagering as much money. So what an opportunity if you are choosing to wager that kind of money. It's, it's a great situation here. You know what it is?
3: It's the 401k. If you're not having the company match, you're giving away free money. <laughs> if, you, if you're, this is the 401k of DraftKings offers. If you're not getting this, you're handing, you're giving away free cash, big guy.
5: Yeah. And if you hit the right long shot here, you could retire. Hey, I, look, I would take that money. And I would look at all these plus prices in ways to back Christian McCaffrey type plays in the Super Bowl. So like first score by a running back plus one thirty him to be the first score of the game, like plus three seventy. I would look for all plus prices that involve not just him, but even Pacheco involving running back scoring the first score or whatever. Because if you can get those plus prices with that free bonus bets, it always feels better to earn more value on it.
3: Okay, I totally agree. So Dustin just gave you an offer as far as what to bet with your free cash. $500 bonus every 1,000 you bet up to $2,500. And bonus bets, use the promo code VSIN at DraftKings. Thank you, DraftKings, for that one. Okay, boys, as we welcome you back, we've got Adam Burke joining us in the third hour. Uh, Thrilled to be here today. Honestly, we're just three days out from Super Bowl 58. we got a big show coming up for you tomorrow. I've got nine props, whether novelty or just basics. I want to throw at you that I've already bet that I want you guys to push back on or maybe jump in with me. The first one, Fred Warner. Okay. His total tackles set at four and a half. Now, you got to lay a dollar fifty juice, okay? Fred Warner. Four and a half. He had nine tackles against the Lions, six against the Green Bay Packers. My expectations are Pacheco. My expectations are Kelsey. I think he gets to five. As a matter of fact, I think he gets to seven. Fred Warner, I'm just going to throw it at you boys, over four and a half tackles.
6: Well, I like the over. I personally, I'm not going to bet that one. I'm not not a big fan of the tackle props myself, but I think you bring up a really good point in terms of the running game. He's going to be involved in the mix on a lot of those plays, especially the running between the tackles. That number is really low. You mentioned Pacheco, but also he's going to be involved over the
5: middle, looking out for Kelsey. Like there are going to be a lot of opportunities in the middle of that field for him to make a bunch of tackles because they're not going to want to get beat, you know, on the outside and the middle of the fields
3: where they where I think Casey's going to end up uh, working the San Francisco defense. I, I, I'm in on that one. I'm going to throw another one at you. These are going to be random. Okay. Okay. Jersey number of the first <laughs> touchdown scorer. Okay, over twenty-two and a half is minus one fifteen. Under twenty-two and a half is minus one hundred five. Overs, you've got McCaffrey, you've got Kittle, you've got Kelsey. Okay, just just to name a few. Yeah. If I just throw that at you, it's essentially you know one fifteen for the over, a little favorite, one hundred five for the under twenty-two and a half jersey number first touchdown score. Yeah, I like like that because it feels like there are a lot more
5: options. over there for me that I feel like we'll get in the end zone early. Special I I'm really big on McCaffrey scoring that first San Francisco touchdown specifically. So I really like that. You think about the unders. What it's like Mahomes and Purdy might run one. Pacheco is an option. Uh Brandon,
6: Debo. Brandon, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Rasheed Rice. But I still Yeah, so you're making a good you guys are both no, I, good I like, points on either side. I like the over. I like the over. You what Patrick, what was the
3: price you gave? It's over 22 and a half Jersey number minus minus one fifteen under minus one Oh five. So over is a slight favorite. I'm going to go simply with the under because of the price. Yeah, no, I it's completely fair. Now this one, I want to think through with you guys, total turnovers in the game. Let me lay mm. it out. The number is set at two and a half. Okay. Over is minus one Oh five under two and a half turnovers, a slight favorite. Now we've had super bowl 55, Two turnovers, Kansas City against Tampa Bay. Kansas City had two with the interceptions. 56, two turnovers, Bengals and Rams. And then last year, 57, one turnover in the game. So for the last three Super Bowls, the under two and a half turnovers has cashed. However, boys, 49 through 54, there was an average of 3.33 turnovers. So for those five, Preceding the last three, they all went over this number two and a half. Two and a half. Now, the most turnovers in a Super Bowl was 50. Between uh, the Panthers and the Broncos, we had six turnovers. But this one in particular
6: is set at two and a half. Do you have a lean? I I, I love the under on this one. This is not a lean. You've got a quarterback in Mahomes who protects the ball. We talked about it a, a few segments ago with Josh Applebaum in terms of how efficient he is. You mentioned that he has not had any turnover-worthy plays from advanced analytics so far this postseason. Seven, I think, in, in 18 career games. Purdy, depending on the situation, he might be good for a pick. But CMC has a tendency to protect the ball extremely well. I liked when you look at the opportunities in this game. And one other thing I'll add, if you have a fumble, if it's not recovered by the other team, it's not going to constitute a turnover. So you're looking at having probably two turnovers and one fumble to be able to get over the number. I will go under strongly on this one. I like this play. Yeah, I like the under because the fear is
5: Purdy. Purdy is the fear. I don't expect Mahomes. I don't expect there to be a, like a fumble from Kansas city. I just feel like they've been through this before. They'll be composed. They know what they need to do. Secure the football. It comes down to Purdy for me. And I just think with two weeks to prepare, you're not going to see Kyle Shanahan put Purdy in really bad situations. He's not going to be pushing the ball. I think there's going to be a lot of safe throws for him. They're going to ride McCaffrey. So I think because of that, the under would be the play for me here.
3: Next one. Let's talk about two point conversions attempts and success. The first one, boys, two-point conversion success. So there has to be a two-point conversion success. Yes, plus 225. No minus 340. Did you know that both San Francisco and Kansas City had exactly zero successful two-point conversions this year? Let's go to attempts. Okay, you think Kyle Shanahan, you think Andy Reid, you think a little bit of gambling mentality. Well, in attempts this year, 32nd. Was San Francisco. 31st of all in Dustin was Kansas City. San Francisco attempted zero two-point conversions this year, and, of course, Kansas City just won. If you want to go attempts, yes is
6: plus 120, no is minus 140. I'm going to go with the no for a couple of reasons. First of all, you mentioned uh, – excuse me, not on the uh, yes or no on an attempt. I'm going to go no on the successful two-point okay, attempt. that's minus 340 to win a dollar. So right, but you no all, successful two-point conversion. But you go also ahead. win the bet – if there's not an attempt made. And Correct. so that's the most important part of it. I don't know if we're going to get one made. Here's the key, guys. If you have a score sitting at 20, 21 to 10 and the team scores to make it 21-16, that's probably the best case scenario or somewhere like that where they would go for two. And you, Patrick laid it out beautifully. These are not teams that are going to take unnecessary risk in a game where it feels like possessions and scoring are going to be at a premium. I'm not saying the game's not going to get into the 20s, but you don't want to make a mistake with what you see on the other side of that field. Yeah, I, I don't think the math is ever going to get off with the way they're going to be
5: scoring. I do expect a few more field goals than we'd see from a normal regular season game. I agree. But I don't think the math will ever get off where a two-point conversion is going to come into play. If it does, it would come in very
3: late in the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would lean no on both of those. Okay, can I just also add this? You think, well, you just gave me a year. That's anomalous. San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan, guess what? In 2022, so last year, he attempted zero two-point conversions. So Kyle Shanahan has gone two full football seasons without an attempt
6: on a two-point. He may That's not be aware wild. you can go for two. <laughs> not, you're crushing your boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes you just got to admit when you're
3: wrong. I, I agree with both of you. I would go no on the two-point conversion being successful. Shortest touchdown under, under one and a half. A yard and a half. That's always a popular one with pros. I'll go yes. Yes. Oh, I believe it happened last year. Jalen Hurts. I believe that was a
5: a short one, like a one yard run at the goal line. I think it was Gainwell got them down to the goal line and and Hurts punched it in. Um, I'm going to say no. I think these two offense score from a little bit further out. I would go with over that. Patrick, what's the price on the yes?
3: You know what? I'll look it up. It just wasn't in my notes, but I will grab that for you. And when we come back with Burke, I'll give it to you. By the way, if you're looking to... Bet the coin toss. You guys know that tails leads all time, thirty to twenty-seven. Yeah, so. it never fails. Everyone knows that, yeah, and, and that tells me you're not in Mensa. It's fifty safety, guys. <laughs> safety, yes, ten to one. No, minus two thousand nine in total. We're back with Adam Burke.
1: This is Veasan Super Week. Keep listening for analysis from some of the sharpest betters in Vegas.
0: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen.